Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits. And I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi everyone, it's Callie. Welcome back to an episode of Open Ended. I'm so happy you're here. Um, for this week, I'm super excited for this week's topic. Um, that was redundant, but whatever. For this week's topic, we're going to be talking about social media and self-esteem and how it's connected, how social media um, warps self-esteem, stuff like that. I'm super excited to talk about this topic this week because... It's super important, and I think social media is only becoming more prevalent. Um, yeah. Obviously, I mean, so let's get into it. Obviously, we know that social media has an impact on it. There are studies that have shown it. We all have know it, especially teenagers know it from personal experience. We know it affects our self-esteem. We just don't know the extent. I think for a lot of us, we think we've had it for so long that it just doesn't have an impact um because I always felt like I've all I've been asked by adults before like do you feel like social you're impacted by social media like do you feel bad when other people like post stuff um like either it can be a friend or a classmate or and I'd be like no not really because um I've had it for so long it doesn't really affect me like I know that they're doing their own thing but I don't know if that's actually true because we see people hang out all the time on social media and we think, wow, this person has so, so much of a cooler life than me. Like, why am I not doing these things? I think we all subconsciously have that idea. We just don't want to admit it because it sucks. And it's, it almost makes us look or feel like we project that idea of like that we're pathetic. I feel like other people, when we say what we truly feel about this, we're, we feel like we're projecting that are pathetic and that people will interpret it as being pathetic. But I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, yes, there probably is some truth to it. People that are super judgmental might think that, but I think that overall so many people experience it. I think we'll all feel less alone in that. Um, because I don't know if anybody else agrees with this, but I think social media definitely has um, the power to make us feel guilty shame, patheticness, um, I don't know if that's a word, but whatever, um, sadness, like we're being left out, loneliness, I think it has the capacity for us to feel all of these things, um, and like I've said before, limiting it helps, but it doesn't help the issue entirely, I think it truly takes rewiring how you think about social media to have an impact on your self-esteem and just impact on your mental health in general, because, I think as social media becomes more and more prevalent, there's so many more, or it, there's so many more ways it can affect how we feel about ourselves. Um, and as dozens more apps come out, there's, it just, it'll be, I definitely see it becoming worse and worse. Like even five years ago, the only five or six years ago, the only main apps were like Instagram and Snapchat. Now it's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Twitter, all of these things, um, what else? Pinterest, all of these apps, Pinterest and Twitter are older, but all of these apps have, 
Facebook even, all of these apps have an impact on our mental health because we use them so, so much because we have to, right? It's not like we can say, oh yeah, I'm just not going to use these apps anymore. We have to if we want to have some sort of connection with people, if we want to see what other people are doing to kind of update, because it is cool to see if you haven't talked to somebody in a really long time, like what they're doing with their life on social media, because that's one really cool thing about social media. But I truly believe that you can't fully remove yourself from it or else you won't be able to communicate with people. Yes, you can communicate through text and phone calls and FaceTime, but I don't think that people are using that as much anymore. I really don't. Um, So I think that as people, we need to um, kind of separate social media from our self-esteem and how we see ourselves, our mental health. While this will be incredibly difficult for us to do, I think it's so, so important because I see myself, social media, it makes me feel unmotivated. It makes me feel bad about myself. There's other words I could have used, but you know. Um, it just doesn't make me feel good a lot of the time. So, and, but I keep using it. And we all know too that social media is addictive. So theoretically, social media is making us, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but social media is theoretically making us addicted to feeling bad about ourselves. That just sucks, right? It sucks when you realize, oh yeah, even though I'm subconsciously not wanting to feel bad about myself, I keep feeling bad about myself because I'm addicted to using it. And it's like one of those negative cycles and it's cyclical. Social media is totally cyclical. Um, I think, yes, it has the power to bring people together, but it also has the power for us as individuals to feel worse. Um, and it's only becoming more and more apparent. People have begun to realize, oh yeah, social media doesn't make me feel good because of people hanging out, seeing people do, do cooler things or Instagram models or just celebrities in general that are, have like that artist standard of beauty, but they Photoshop their photos. They don't, they look like they have no insecurities. They warp their body in weird ways. They do things that aren't healthy in general, ment- mentally or physically. Um, and I think that it truly does have an impact. So that's why, I mean, I didn't want this podcast episode to be super advicey or advice heavy, but I think that's why I like to gravitate, as I've gotten older, gravitate to more positive accounts, like especially positive um, women, female accounts, because they're breaking um, a part that stereotype stereotype that you have to be perfect or that you have to look a certain way or that it's okay to have insecurities because we all have them. It's just some people choose to Photoshop their bodies to make them look like they don't have any. Um, people I'm thinking of in mind are people like Victoria Garrick. She's a, she played volleyball at USC and she struggled with an eating disorder before and she still continues to push out and she can, um, pushes out positive content, which is super cool. Um, and then another person, these are both women with eating disorders, but that's kind of off topic, but, um, Brittany Lancaster, if you know her, she's the balances key girl. Um, she's, I follow her account too. Not, um, 
yeah, just they're two really positive women who have had an impact because they have amassed millions of followers. Um, people all also like um, Anna Exitar, I think that's her username on TikTok. She is super positive. While, yes, she doesn't actively go against the beauty standards, she posts really positive content and like shows people who she is, that she's this woman, she's super, she's this super powerful woman who kind of does everything, like, she just kind of lives, and she doesn't contribute to, um, she breaks boundaries, she's not like that stereotypical dumb blonde, um, and I just, her content is great because she, she studied, I believe it was like engineering or something like that in college, and she, like rides a unicycle. She like she totally shows so many different aspects of her personality and is vulnerable um, on TikTok than a way in a way that I don't think a lot of people can in a in a way that is actively breaking apart what we sh- can and cannot post, quote unquote, can and cannot post on social media. Um, anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, but what I really wanted to get into was. Um, uh, why I mentioned that both those, both Brittany and Victoria have eating disorders is because I truly believe that we're seeing physical manifestations of social media and the beauty standard because it's becoming more and more apparent now. You can believe what you want from that, but I truly believe that that's happening. We see the Kardashians, for example. We all know they Photoshop their photos. They've been... Um, there's been physical proof that it's happened. And on top of that, they all continue to say, or they all have said, and I believe it was like a reunion special with Andy Cohen that, which totally random, but it's worth noting that they all sat down and said, yes, we believe we don't negatively contribute to the self-esteem in young girls. Or it was something like that. And that just is shocking. That seems appalling to me that they at least won't mention that as figureheads in social media and in the media, um, they won't, I guess, hold themselves accountable. Because I think a lot of women know that they have an impact. Um, They just choose to either ignore it and continue to posting and continue to negatively impact um, young girls or... Or even young guys, too. Like, it happens um, on both sides. But um, I think that they had the opportunity to hold themselves accountable. And they did not, which is disappointing in the least. Because anybody with some sense knows that the Kardashians make girls feel worse. And there's been... A total increase in plastic surgery, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. If it makes you feel more confident in yourself, then go for it. But if you're doing it because you feel like you're forced to, then that is where it can be problematic. Um, But yeah, social media doesn't just have an impact mentally. It has an impact physically as well. And I think that seeing that just only, at least on that special only makes the problem worse and it makes young girls feel like so it is my fault that I'm feeling this way and it is my fault that blah 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 it puts the blame on the consumer 
of the social media and not on the content creator, which yes, content creators aren't perfect. They can make mistakes and, but it's their, I think what they should do if they want to put on at least a little bit more responsibility just to say, you know what? Yes, I have in the past. Um, and I just want to encourage more, um, I want to encourage more women to feel better about themselves through blah, 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 blah. And I think that that is the biggest problem, um, at least right now in social media is we have these big Instagram models, content creators, all that stuff that won't own up to it. And whether it's they're saying that, um, for publicity and for press or bad press, or they're just doing it because they don't know or they're ignorant of it. I think that we truly need to say, you know what, this is happening and this is who is contributing to it, which it's not their fault either. It's not like the Kardashians started this whole thing. They just contributed to it because it's been happening for decades. It just has trans transitioned into a different term, a different form. And that's why I think women on social media like Victoria and Brittany, kind of circling back to that, are doing so much good on social media is because they're actively fighting against not stigma but expectations and what women are supposed to look like and believe and all those things um and how they feel about themselves which I think is awesome and guys too I think that a lot of the time um women are the ones that are focused on in social media and it's like um, like they are the ones that are the only ones that have problems from, um, social media, but mentally and physically, but I think it's young guys too. I saw a video the other day that was saying like, yeah, there's definitely this increase in the culture of like almost this, I forget who it was. I think it was like this, uh, she was like a nutritionist, personal trainer situation, um, so super knowledgeable, went to like grad school or something like that for this. And she's like kind of known, I think on TikTok for, um, her videos that she makes, which side note, do not discount a lot of some, all the videos on TikTok. Some are actually very informative, but she has a theory that I forget her name. I'll try to, um, find it later, but she has a theory that there's this influx in this culture between young guys where it's almost orth, um, it's not orthorexic, it's anorexic where they're into super clean eating and going to the gym all the time, which that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that it totally, the media has had um, an impact on that because you see all these guys that are male models on social media and they're all jacked and it's, Especially, and there's no guys that have like the uh, quote unquote normal body type or one that's um, not impossible unless you get steroids or you're miserable. Um, and of course, I'm not a guy, but at least from where I'm seeing, where my perspective is, it's like it's almost worse now because they don't have a lot of role models who are, who, um, have like this quote unquote normal body type that kind of fight against the super jacked lean guy. And it's almost like a sign of them being like more macho and more manly for being like that and looking like that. But 
I don't know if that's necessarily true all the time because I think that sometimes it just, it honestly depends on your personality. You can be super jacked with the meanest guy or you can, on the flip side, be not super jacked and be the nicest guy or even it can be vice versa where you can be not super jacked and mean because whatever you're insecure or you can be super jacked and super nice because you're more confident. I think that it's so difficult because we are so, again, we have so much more access to social media and seeing these quote unquote role models, which a lot of them aren't, um, on social media and have this certain physical appearance, I think is super hard and it's, it has an impact that we just haven't fully grasped the extent of it yet because we're just talking about, um, we think it's a big thing, but I think it's actually much, much bigger than it is in reality because I've talked to friends before and pretty much every girl that I've asked, um, or that I've talked about with this, it's been like, yeah, I've had issues with food before. I've had issues with my body before. Every single one. I truly don't think one teenage girl has ever fully felt confident in her body or confident with her relationship with food. And the the science right now says it's like six. It's like eighty percent, which I think it's more like ninety five. Like, it's so much of a bigger issue than. I think we all believe it to be from, and this is just the social media side of it. I'm not even talking about from media in general and friends and social groups and all that stuff, but I think that it's huge and that the fact that we haven't fully begun to um, do any, or we, scratch that. We have begun to do some work. I'll, I'll go on the more positive route first. Uh, social media and even like large corporations have begun to kind of fight back against those media struggles, especially for young women. You see brands like Aerie and um, even brands like Victoria's Secret, which nobody would have believed, but they are posted, they um, have more photos of bigger bigger women um, on their websites and their advertisements and all that stuff, which is super cool to see because I think the average size, um, never mind, scratch that again, but I think that we need to have a more um, better understanding of what health looks like in the media because right now it's at least somewhat a certain body type, but I think that as long as you are healthy and you're doing all the things that you need to do, that's okay. It doesn't matter what you look like, but that's my two cents. Um, back to what I was saying. Yes. So brands are starting to realize this push from the individual, not necessarily from social media, but from individuals that are coming together on social media and saying, you know what, this needs to change because it's leading to all these issues. Um, and we see it in people like Brittany and Victoria on TikTok. And again, those brands, again, it's starting to happen, which is super cool. I think that if we continue to see an uptick in um, 
kind of more, I guess, like size inclusivity on, I guess you could say, um, on the, in the media, I think that's, would be super cool and it makes women feel better. Now, if we find out that it doesn't, it actually down the line, it doesn't make women feel better. That's a bigger issue. But if right now it says it does look like it's making young girls and women feel more included, which I think is really awesome. Um, I even saw like a cover of the September issue of Vogue magazine and it had all these female models. While yes, there are other issues with that cover. They were all super diverse racially and um, size wise, which I think was awesome. Like we used to never see that there off there used to be super like especially in the 2000s it was super stick thin models wearing low rise jeans and crop tops like that's what you would see all the time and that was kind of the standard but i think now almost 20 years later we're seeing more inclusivity which i think is amazing to see because it will actually i think make younger women feel better Um, well, yes, it hasn't fully happened on social media. It's more happened in traditional media and advertising. I think that this is going to, it's a step in the right direction and it's finally making self-esteem for women better. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's a good thing to see that because we're on the right track, but I think for young women to finally feel a little bit better, um, we do need to have that shift on social media. And we haven't seen that yet. We see people doing, you know, keto. Still those, like, whatever they're called, like flat tummy teas or whatever they're called. Or, like, supplements and waist trainers and all this stuff. That None of that stuff works. We all know it. But a lot of women still do it. Um, we still have those things. So on social media, we haven't fully seen that shift yet. But, again, that's a long time coming. Um, and... I'm kind of switching directions here. I do think that it's not all social media's fault. I think it's also stereotyping and gender norms and blah, 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 that kind of reinforces that. But having this new influx of social media has fast-tracked it and made issues worse. It's kind of added fuel to the fire. Um... And I truly believe that if we want to change, it has to be the individual that realizes, oh, I want to change instead of, um, it it has to be coming from two fronts, the individual. So you and me, me, and then whoever's listening, um, needs to realize that, oh yeah, it's changing, push for the change. And at the same time, companies, brands, social media needs to realize, oh yeah, we need to make a change because making people feel like crap, um, I think that that's super hard to do as well. It's not going to come easy, but it's it's a total social change and that takes time. But I think just realizing that social media has a negative impact is really significant. And it's, it's powerful when we realize that um, because, yes, it could be connected to feminism and all these big social um, uh, topics. But I think in a lot of ways... Once we finally realize that, oh, it has a negative impact, we're going to create um, a more, I guess you could say supportive, but a generation of women that aren't, don't feel like they're tied down by social media and that actually feel a lot more free to do what they love without feeling pressured from 
social media and the media to do more cool things or make their life cooler because really I think that there's beauty in having a mundane or quote-unquote boring life like we don't I think that to truly have a happy life you need to be able to and this is totally like philosophical but not really the in my intention but I think that um to truly have a happy and good life you need to realize that not all times are going to be good but I need to realize that there are always going to be good times that come after the bad or during the bad and I just need to become more cognizant of that and even though I'm not doing amazing stimulating things all the time even like doing homework on a Tuesday while lighting a candle and listening to music is enjoyable that's a whole nother topic for another day though however um kind of switching back to what I was saying though kind of making those big social changes are difficult we always have these really big ideas to do really big social change but it doesn't necessarily always happen it rarely happens actually but I think just thinking about ways that we can improve or can kind of change the narrative is super valuable um Because social media, ultimately, it sucks, but like I said, I think in the beginning of this episode, it can't, it's addictive. Like, it's probably one of the most addictive parts of technology, if not the most addictive part of technology, because yes, there are games that you can play and like online shopping can be addictive, but I think for today's teens and young women, specifically, social media is the most addictive and it just, I think it's contributing to not only just worsening self-esteem, but depression and anxiety as well. I mean, that's a whole other topic, but I think we all, most people can agree that yes, social media doesn't necessarily always make us feel good. It does have an impact on our social, our self-esteem um, and how we feel about ourselves, our self-confidence, because I think I said this in the beginning, but when we see people doing things that we want to do, but we're just held back by something, whether it's financial or we have mental health issues that kind of make us feel stuck, it's hard to do quote unquote fun things. It's hard to do things that really stimulate us that aren't on our phone. And then when you see other people doing it and being successful, it makes us feel bad and we compare ourselves. There's almost two, there's so many things that social media can have that can almost create in ourselves, whether it's um, decreased self-esteem, self-confidence, but also comparison. I truly believe, and I've seen it in myself, I compare myself so much more now than I ever did. I mean, it's been somewhat constant, but comparison has, I think, run so much more rampant in teenagers than it did 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, because it just, it's so much more advanced. I mean, we can see it now too. Social media has become almost like a robot. Like if you know it now, like on TikTok, like the privacy things changed semi-recently. So they can like through your front camera, I think see around your room and what you're doing, which is freaky. Like how specialized content has become is insane. And I think that that can either help us or be incredibly detrimental because when we keep seeing content that makes us feel bad, it worsens our self-esteem. But on the flip side, when we keep seeing positive content and we continue to like, comment, view, interact with 
content that makes us feel better, um, I think that that's a really good thing. It's so, social media is such a paradox because it can make us feel really good and super connected, but it can also make us feel terrible and incredibly isolated Um, because it makes us sometimes feel like we're the only people that have issues with comparison or we're the only person on social media that doesn't do fun things. We see people, you know, all the time going on really cool trips and posting photos of our sunsets or posting really fun times that they had with their friends. But when you aren't having fun with your, when you're not solid in your friend group, you're having issues with your friends or you just can't, aren't going on fun vacations or anything like that. It's hard. And yes, it's totally a first world problem, but I think that it's impacting the well-being of teenagers in such a way where it's impacting academics physical health, mental health. Again, like I said earlier with eating disorders, I think so many women have ha- have issues with food and with exercise and with their bodies because of social media and the media in general. I mean, that's it's a, such an easy thing to say because I think we all somewhat agree with it, at least on, on some level. We know social media has an impact. We just don't know a lot of, it's argued the extent. And I think truly that it's, a massive issue that virtually everyone deals with and it sucks that we didn't see 30 years ago or even 20 years ago how it would impact us because I truly believe that if we knew what we were getting ourselves into um, when we were creating these incredibly addictive social media apps and all that those that stuff we would have maybe changed the way we market it um because a like was just a like, just to, it was originally created to see like, oh, you like the photo, like that person, like you like a part of their life. It wasn't a like that was attached to anything. Now it's a like is attached to value and how many likes you get makes you feel how valued you are on social media. And you see it. And that's why I think Instagram, I thought was really important that what they did to remove likes that you have the choice to remove likes because if a photo doesn't do as well, you feel bad. And if somebody else has more followers, more likes than you, it makes you feel bad. But on the flip side, if you, if post does well, or you have a lot of more followers, you feel really, really good. And it's so weird how much social media impacts how we feel about ourselves, but it's so true. Um, and kind of going back to what I said about removing likes, um, it's, it's very weird because a lot of people have chose to do it, but a lot of people haven't. And I think that because it's so connected to our value, it's almost like, or how we value ourselves when we post on Instagram or TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. I think it, um, we, 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 um, attach so much value to it that we feel like if we don't have that, we don't have some sense of value but really that's not true I truly think that we should we get our value from who we are as people but it's so easy to forget that um on social media so that was my little last spiel but I hope you all enjoyed this episode I talked for a really long time this is definitely a longer episode but I really enjoyed it um I hope you all did too I'll probably do a part two 
of this and kind of really deep dive, maybe ask some people to come on and see what they say. Um, but yeah, I really liked filming this or recording this episode. I thought it was super important and almost, I feel like it'll be beneficial for people that listen to it. Anyway, let me know if you want to contact me about this episode or about possible episode ideas. Um, contact me via the Instagram. It's open-ended-pod. Um, all lowercase, no dots or dashes, anything like that. No spaces, all one word. Um, yeah, so if you have any questions, potential episode ideas, stuff like that, please contact me on there. And I hope you all come back next week. And I hope you have a great day, week, month, year. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.